0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Belinda Blinked. Welcome to Rocky Flintstone Unleashed. Belinda Blinked. A short story featured on Rocky Flintstone Unleashed, the podcast. Bounty, Donna and Cazell, a prequel by Rocky Flintstone. Twelve years before Belinda Blumenthal had ever heard of Steele's Pots and Pans, she and her two best mates, Donna and Cazell, were sick and tired of the rubbish school meals they were forced to eat. With only two weeks of school left before college beckoned, the redoubtable trio decided to change the quality of school meals forever. This is their story. Indeed, it's a story better eaten than told. Tasted hot rather than cold. Part 1 School lunchtime Bounty, Donna and Quizelle were queuing for lunch at Slatterthwaite Girls High School. The school was one of the best in the region, academically speaking, and on that day the queue was light-hearted. Exams were over and the long wait for results and college places had just begun. "'I say, chaps!' exclaimed Bounty to her two chums. "'What sort of rotten food do you think the cooks "'will have thought up for us today?' "'Donna grimaced and gave the thumbs down "'whilst Cazell stuck her tongue out, "'indicating a sickening act. "'Probably semelie pudding, old girl,' said Donna. "'With liver, onions and lumpy potato mash.' "'Yuck!' said the Dutch-born Cazell is all too much, why does we eat it? Cos I'm a growing girl, answered Donna, and I need to keep my strength up for other things. Here we go again, Donna, boasting about Charlie Dix, said Bounty, who had just demolished and then quickly finished with the hapless Charlie less than a week ago. Donna always picked up her amorous cast-offs, it was just one of those things, and Bounty Blumenthal was too decent a sport to say much about it. Until now. Cazelle smiled and said, "Charlie Dix is an idiot. I can't see what he does for either of yous. Bounty and Donna blushed. Cazelle could be so scathing and cold-hearted at times. But they always forgave her. It was just how she was. Here damn sight better than it. James Olivera, your latest thing, Kazelle, exclaimed an angry Donna. Oh I don't know James Olivera's mum is head cook's here. Is he might be able to initiate a bit of leverage for our foods problem. Kazelle re- replied sheepishly, but still with enough aggression to make Donna back off. The three girls giggled and held their plates out to be served. The mish-mash of watery food soon brought them down to earth and they slopped, sorry, sloped, off to an empty table. So, Bounty continued, whilst pushing a drowned cube of carrot around her soggy plate. Just what can we do about this crap? Donna let out a low groan of disgust and threw her eating utensils on top of the food. I whilst eating this poison!' "'Cazelle laughed and said, "'Tells you what, James is taking me out to the tonight. "'Why don't we just accidentally bump into each other "'and see what he thinks? "'After all, he keeps telling me he wants to be chefs.' "'Bounty giggled her infectious giggle and said, "'I'll bring my new boyfriend as well. "'He's Scottish and called Gordon.' He's also doing food technology at the tech school, so it'll be a really relevant meeting. Well, if that's the plan, said Donna, not to be outdone, I'll bring Charlie Dix as well. After all, Bounty, yes, you know, his brother is a proper A-grade chef. The three girls agreed and chucked their food into the overflowing bin at the end of the hall. It was eight o'clock before Gordon picked up Bounty on his scooter, so they were slightly late getting to the café as they had to jump off for the steeper hills and walk it. The other four were already there and had ordered their doughnuts and cream. Oh, hi, guys! Bounty and Gordon shouted together. They made a handsome couple, both blonde and suntanned, from the sea winds which gusted through Slaterthwaite each and every day. It was Yorkshire's answer to Santa Barbara, where their idols, the beach boys, lived and no doubt ate school meals just as rubbish as theirs. And yes, the weather was just as inclement. Two flat whites, Viv, please. Order Gordon to the youngish, big busted, but stylish looking waitress lounging behind the counter. Viv looked back at Gordon and batted her eyes at him in understanding. The Bamsey family owned the café, and Viv Bamsey knew which side her bread was buttered, even if Gordon's was a slightly stale bread with a bit of a curly crust. Indeed, Gordon had been one of the many students at Slaterthwaite who'd thrown their hats at her, "'She'd lost count by now, of course. "'A new intake every twelve months did that to a girl.' "'Bounty looked deeply into Gordon's eyes "'and thanked him with a blink of an eyelid. "'She knew she was in love, yes. "'It was only after three days. "'But what did they say? "'Love at first sight was always the most passionate.' "'Bounty felt passionate.' and couldn't wait for the scooter drive back to the secluded park where she could explore another piece of Gordon's crusty but ever-so-lusty body. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Airbnb, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com/host. You see, Bonty and Viv had swapped notes, as they had many times in the past. And yes, Viv was not for stopping in her parents' cafe, as she'd recently taken a part-time position in the canteen at the girls' school. She knew Bounty had a future. Indeed, to be absolutely honest, Bounty was presently her secret lover. A lover so secret no one would ever know about. Especially the Bamsey family. But that was another story. Viv ensured the flat whites arrived pronto and Cazelle started things off. Jams reckons that we just need to complain on Drip Advisor. If everyone's at school gives them a one-star review, his mum's gets the sack and things would improve dramatically. Gordon cut her short. Big problem, Cazell, is Drip Advisor don't do schools. My uncle has a restaurant and he just ignores them. He says if you don't have a couple of bad reviews, you're not a real restaurant. Besides which, everyone nose only drips. Use them. That's why they've got their name. Gordon smiled at Bounty, keen to make a good impression. This Bounty was something else. He'd never met a girl who was so sexually driven or so good at satisfying his deepest desires. Not that he knew what they were as yet, but he was very willing to learn. "'Gordon's right,' said Donna. "'Go on, Charlie.' Tell me about your brother's cafe in central London. Charlie mumbled a few words as he was exceedingly shy and looked at Donna's beautiful breasts. He really wanted to just drive her home in his Datsun coupe the long way round. In fact, he reckoned they were better than Bounty's, not that he'd had much of a chance of getting close to them. Bounty could be very touchy about that sort of thing, and he didn't mean touchy-feely. "'What Charlie means is,' said Donna, coming to his aid, "'is that reviews aren't for school food. "'We'll have to be more devious.' "'What about a competition, then?' said Bounty. "'We challenge the school cooks to a sort of cook-off. "'Then we win, and we shame them into making better food. "'We could get my dad's boss, who's a big wine connoisseur, "'to be the judge. "'I'm sure we'd win. "'How could we not?' Their food is so rubbish. Everybody started to nod their heads. The idea was so good, they couldn't think why it hadn't been made into a TV series or something. Yes, mused Cazell. I can't seize it now. We'll use the big tent, so no one has a chance of cheating, and we'll get some referees in to do the timings and everythings. The small group broke off into excited chattering. This was a really great idea, but hard to present it to the cooking staff. Would Jam's mum take up the challenge? Who would pick the menus? Could it all be arranged before school finished in two weeks' time? So many questions, so little chance of any of them being answered. One thing was sure it had to be done. Bounty was going to do it. It was going to be her legacy of the school. Food! Glorious food! They all said their goodbyes and left with their individual young man. Jams, Charlie and Gordon smiled at each other and high-fived as they left the café, hardly believing their luck. There was no way any of them would be disposed of for the next two weeks. They were surely too integral to the cook-off. All they had to do was cling on to the girls for dear life as this roller coaster of a competition took place. Meanwhile, Viv winked at Bounty. Bounty subtly nodded back. Viv would be in her school study in one hour's time. After all, Gordon didn't have the stamina real girls had. So, if you like the style of my podcast, then I'd like to get you the special gift for the Belinda Blinked fan in your life. I will record your message in the same style as my podcast, Rocky Finstone Unleashed. So... Jamie Morton Rocky Flintstone here just wishing you a very very happy birthday enjoy your day and see you soon cheers you can get this a great unique present from my Etsy store Rocky's Pavilion all one word thank you for listening and have a great day ciao